When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Baseball family, we are super excited to invite you to our 100th episode of the Baseball Together podcast. Today, we are going to get into some current events, including Joey Votto, cryptocurrency, and MLB punishments. And then we're going to get you into some trivia as well. And then we have a special segment with user call-ins right now. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast, with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together. Welcome back, baseball family. As we said, this is our 100th episode, and I am Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. As always, I am joined here by Blackjack Brad. How are you, Brad? Hello there. <laughs> well, hello there, sir. How are you? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Outstanding. We have got a ton to talk about not only because it's our 100th episode and we're really excited about some of the special things we're bringing you later in the show but there's also a ton of current events we have to get into like bryce harper's face brad we have to talk about bryce harper's face we do have to talk about bryce harper's face now i think we can all agree that his beard is magnificent (laughs) it is and you know it's short or long it just looks fantastic uh same thing with his hair like I was. I'm always really upset when he cuts it because I'm green with jealous rage all the time. It just <laughs> looks so good. But then he goes and cuts it. And I'm like, dude, why? From somebody who doesn't yeah. have any, just keep it. Enjoy it yeah. while you can. But well, I'll tell you what, though. None of us were jelly of his face this last no. week because he took a fastball to the face, and luckily. No permanent damage was done. I mean, really lucky. This is huge stuff. Uh, he well, he legitimately just enough. He legitimately looks like it didn't even hit. Like he didn't even get hit. You would think somebody, because he turned into it. He's getting ready to swing. He turned into it as a mid nineties fastball hit him square in the cheek. He tried yeah. to get his hand up, but didn't really do a very good job deflecting it. Like just I'm surprised enough, that he has an eye still. To be honest with you, yeah, the yep, yeah, that whole lobe should be. Uh, more damage than it is. You know what it is, though? Hmm. He must be living right. Must be something. <laughs> or something. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because that's 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 why you live that way, I guess. I don't know. That, he's... <laughs> wow. Don't so know. many jokes I just won't say. But it's okay. It's so good. <laughs> Those of you that know, you know. Okay? That's true. Now, let's move on. To his response, because he he forgave immediately, almost immediately, he forgave uh-huh. the pitcher. And you could see the pitcher was upset at himself. And then he was upset at himself in a later at-bat when he threw at another guy. You know it was the very saying? next batter. It was the very yeah, next batter. and it was like, oh my gosh, guy, what's going on? And, and he was clearly upset with himself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Bryce Harper let him off the hook, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, he what did he send him a text message after and said something like, "Hey yeah. man, it's cool. I know it was an accident. I'm fine. If you need to talk, yep. I'm open to talk." I think that right. couldn't have been a classier move. No, 
and the the response from the fan base has been some of my favorite part of this. Obviously, his response is great, but now everybody who was previously a Bryce Harper hater or at at any level wondered what he was like on the field versus off the field because that's a topic we've brought up a number of times. Yeah, where yeah. his on the field persona and his off the field actual personality are a little bit different, and that makes sense. That's that's yeah, it's showbiz, right? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> it is. It really is playing the character. But this out goes there. to show you just yeah, this goes to show you just how classy he really is and what what a nice guy. And we've heard that multiple times. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that's super exciting. All right. Uh, let's move on. The Dodgers fall from first. We're having a little bit of schadenfreude going on, I think, nationwide right now. We're all really excited to watch the Giants struggle <laughs> just a little bit, except the Giants are not struggling. The Giants, <laughs> if you go just a couple hours north, you end up actually with the Giants, who have the second-best record in baseball right now at 6.07, trailing only, only Kansas City. What? <laughs> I don't know how that happens. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say, yeah, it's it's May third. It's how that happens, right? Well, sure, sure. You know, Seattle Seattle is sitting in second place in the AL West. It's May third. Don't worry. Don't worry. They'll be down to fourth or fifth before you know it. You know, <laughs> the Royal the Royals are not going to be. They're not going to have the best record in baseball for for the entire season. And the Giants, Probably the Giants. Not. I don't know. Like, I don't know enough about the Giants to. Like to think of this as like to figure out if this is a some kind of outlier, if this is just a hot stretch to start the season. But I mean, Buster Posey and Evan Longoria sure started hot. So for sure, I don't they know. did. I don't know if this is going to uh, deviate back to the mean, but this is for the Giants. <laughs> I've been I've been really surprised, and I'm not sure what to expect. The Royals, I do expect them to come back down to earth and probably finish third in the Central, but. The whole league's been flipped upside down. Yeah, everything's upside down. I, I don't understand it. I actually saw a terrific TikTok from a guy today, or was it yesterday, who said, that moment you realize that the Kansas City Royals, he's wearing a KC hat. He says, the moment you realize that the <laughs> Kansas City Royals are in first place, he says, stop it right now. Do not get your hopes up. <laughs> <laughs> That's my life right now as a Mariners fan. <laughs> like, I know. I know. Sitting in second place. It's like, yeah, just wait. It's going to come. Just, it always does. Hold, It'll come. Hold on. <laughs> well, and the rest <laughs> of us, are, we're just confused. I mean, I'm like all the way around the world right now, so confused. Yes. Anyway, Kansas City's got a 615 record. San Francisco's at 607. They're the best all around Major League Baseball right now. Dodgers are in second place. We didn't, we did not see that coming. So uh, let's move on really quick, Brad. We have some inconsistent punishments coming out from MLB, and I feel like let me set this up for everybody. This is how I feel it's going, and then I want you to add some legitimacy to this. Will you do that for me? <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. So I feel like that MLB is now punishing by committee, right? They're letting it be <laughs> voted upon. Uh, how much? suspend how many games the players are being suspended for and and whatever but the problem is i think the committee is varying in size day by day because some are maybe out sick or their parents took them on vacation or whatever it may be (laughs) the other thing i think is going on is that the teachers are going to read them books before nap time and then they wait i don't know if they're voting before nap time 
or after nap time. Maybe it's right before lunch and they haven't had their snack yet and they're a little upset. But it's, I feel like the questions come through from Rob Manfred. He says, how many games should we suspend this player? And I see all the little hands shooting up and they say, you know, he picks one. He says, Billy. And Billy says, 30. <laughs> and Rob says, that's too many. We can't suspend him that. And more hands shoot up in the air and Sally's hand goes up. And Rob says, Sally. And she says, five. And he looks over at Joe Torrey and says, five? We can do five, right? And Joe says, yeah, we can do five. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to do five. <laughs> five is good. <laughs> good job, Sally. You get a gold star. And I feel like that's how Rob Manfred's making these suspension decisions. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong. And I think you're especially right <laughs> with the part where it's like sometimes people are out sick, sometimes people are on vacation. Because it's not the same group of people doing these suspensions as they go. They're literally be. making up the rules as they go with these. It's like, uh, yeah, let's give them this many. Or or the other thing that they could be doing is just drawing numbers out of a hat. They have numbers 1 through 10. <laughs> and then they just pick a piece I of paper like... and they say, he gets three. Okay. It's like maybe they're so, playing Uno. I don't know. Uno attack be. with the button in the middle. There you go. You know, could and be. it shoots them out of your face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're wrong. Oh. I don't think you're far off on that. But so let's oh give some gosh. context with this. Why this comes <laughs> up in the first place. So we have we have several. It's, it was a crazy weekend of baseball. First off, let's just let's just throw that out there. Uh, so in Philly, we had Jose Alvarado. He struck out um, Mets out. I believe outfielder Dom Smith, and then taunted him. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like yeah. I'm okay with, and here's the thing. I say I'm okay with taunting, sure. but don't cross the line with it. Right. Like oh. celebrate and taunt, but don't make it personal. And I feel like that's where the line is. And I think that's where guys end up coming out of the dugout, uh, because bench is cleared. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Alvarado yes. got three games for this. Um, now we saw. <laughs> Nick Castellanos got what two for taunting yeah. and inciting a brawl because that's what this all comes down to is it's they're they're saying these guys are the ones who are inciting a brawl, um, but then also we had Wait this weekend we had but the brawl and benches clearing and a brawl are two completely different things. It's true and they and I think that they people use that uh, and myself included just now use those two terms interchangeably. Yeah, because a brawl. Yeah, a, a brawl. Uh, makes you assume that there were punches thrown. And nine times out of ten, there are no punches thrown. It's just a bunch of yelling yep. and name calling and pushing and, pull- and tugging on jerseys. That's really all it is. Right. That's right. But anyways, so, but here comes this actual brawl, okay? Amir Garrett, who is a <laughs> serial <laughs> offender on as far as this goes. Yes. He, he struck out Anthony Rizzo. And started yelling at the Cubs dugout like he likes to do for some reason. Javi Baez took exception. Birds were flying all over the place and guys came out of the dugout and everything. Now, I haven't seen anything as far as a suspension come down for Amir Garrett yet. But this is this is the thing. This is the same guy who charged, charged the Pirates dugout two years ago, two seasons ago. He charged and the dugout. Yes, from the mound. <laughs> Left the mound to go to the opponent's dugout, and he got eight games for that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm of the opinion that Amir Garrett should be suspended for about a month, given his previous track record. Because I think he didn't he incite another brawl earlier this season. I think so. Well, he needs to go on a timeout. He does for about a month, is what I'm saying. Just to keep go the theme going. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, now here's the thing. So Amir Garrett got eight games. For charging a dugout, 
Joe Kelly yeah. last season in a 60 game season, let's let's revisit this for a minute, got 8 games. That's 13.3% of the season for those of you who might have forgotten, which is the equivalent in a 162 game season. That's the equivalent to 21 games for making a face. Making a face, yeah. Making right. a face. Yeah, he might have thrown behind somebody, whatever. That's semantics. But he made a face and got suspended eight games in a shortened season. <laughs> That's absurd to me. And if they're going to give Joe Kelly eight games because of his past, and that was that was old Rob, he cited Joe Kelly's past, that that's part of the reason he got eight games. If they're going to cite your past, I'm serious, Amir Garrett needs like a month. Yeah. No pay. No, man, no. It's uh, it, it, Look, are we going to let him play or are we going to not, right? And, and this is the part that really bugs me is who's allowed to celebrate, who's not? Can you flip your bat? Can you not? Can you say... I yes, I struck you out, hooray for me and whatever, and you know, growl at the second baseman, which is often what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, or is that not okay? And I think that personally, I know I'm making light of it, but turning around away from you know, you're already spinning, right? You once you release it, your mm-hmm. leg comes down, the you know, your rear leg, your trailing leg comes down from your from the pitch you throw. <clears throat> And all that wind-up kind of unravels. The strike is right. called, batters out, spin around, growl at the second baseman, and you know say, let's go, because that's the thing we have to say now. <laughs> and then I think that's totally acceptable. That's totally acceptable, right? It but is. Like you yeah. said, when you turn around and make it personal, that's totally different. Yeah, like that's the problem. Like last year, was it last year, two years ago, when Max Muncy hit that ball uh, in San Francisco? And Mad Bum took exception with that. I think it was two years ago, and he told him to go get it out yeah. of the ocean. Like, yeah, okay. So on his way off, to first base. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but but Madison Bumgarner, I felt like was being overly sensitive to Muncy admiring his artwork. That's that's what I think of it as. Like, you know, people have a, a problem with guys taking a look. It's like, dude, what's an artist gonna do after he finishes a, his work of art? He's gonna step back and admire it, and that's all you're doing when you hit a home run like that. You know, and yeah. Mad Bum told him to run and. Muncie went back at him, and I feel like Muncie had the appropriate response, personally. Mad Bum was mm. in the wrong for telling him to hustle it up. It's like, dude, who cares? But anyways, I digress. I agree with you, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> that, <laughs> Thanks, Brad. That, yeah, turn around, turn around, growl at your first baseman, your second baseman, shortstop, third baseman, or whatever, if you're right-handed, left-handed, who oh, cares? Yeah. But don't point at the dugout and tell somebody you're next, whatever it was. I don't know what it was that happened. Yeah. Or calling names, yeah. stuff like that, you know? Like, See, I don't – look, I don't have any problem with you're next. The dude is standing in the on-deck circle. Like, if well, he's that's next, fine. he's next. <laughs> and that's fine if it's the guy on the on deck circle, but if you're pointing at somebody in the dugout who's not even involved, that's yeah, that's different. And that's what it was. Is he was yelling to the dugout. And if yeah, you strike a guy and, out, don't keep don't keep yelling at him as he's walking down the steps. That's the other thing too. Well, hold on, unless there's a history. Okay, that's my if only problem here. If there's a history, if the dude at the plate that you just struck out has been ribbing you hard or whatever. Rib him back. I don't have any problem with that, right? You but like Brig, you what, can chirp what a couple of times on his way out. <laughs> here's a, to me, nothing yells louder than a hundred mile an hour fastball right by you. Nothing oh, I says totally I agree. owned you more than that. And I feel like that's a that's an instance where you can let let your play do the talking and celebrate with your mm. team. That's that's kind of my Brad. 
Do you know what just happened? We switched. We switched, Brad. What? How is this possible? (laughs) Have we? Is this some 100th episode time warp thing? Are we in the Twilight Zone? It must be. It because must you're be. like, be cool, baby, be cool. It's well, like, and I'm like, like, get him, get after it. And see, this is my thing: is like, I'm cool with like all the celebrating. Flip your bat, jump up, down, pump your chest, you know, everything. But I've never been one for the like the taunting directed at the other team. And you know, in mm. baseball, it's such a it's such a common place to like use the backhanded comments. You know, like he, yeah. I remember being in the field and like yelling to the pitcher, "Hey, hey, no, you, you got this guy. He's not swinging." You know, and yeah, and you, uh, and you, you take a couple steps in to kind of dig at their power and stuff like that. You know, that, that's a really sure, common thing in, in baseball, and I don't have a problem with that. But it's when you're like saying it to the guy, when I'm like, okay, there's a little bit of a line that you're about to cross. Uh, hmm. Just cool it, you know. Mm. So, I don't know. We'll have to agree to disagree on this one. I think so. But and we tend to that's on this fascinating. subject. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's like when you want them to be happy, you, you want them <laughs> to be excited. When when it's time to be mean, I'm okay with it. I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay. Anyway, let's go, let's go down to the Tommy John list. How about that? Let's do that, yeah. Because this is an interesting thing to me. The list continues to grow. The latest victim, the latest Tommy John victim, came down actually today that Dustin May with the Dodgers is getting Tommy John. Um, He was, I think he was either scratched from his last start or was just put on the IL with arm soreness. And I was like, rut row. Mm -hmm. That doesn't. Rut row. That doesn't bode well. And sure enough, that means. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But you know what, though? Like, within the last week, uh, Marco Gonzalez with the Mariners was scratched from his start with uh, right. with forearm stiffness, and they haven't said it's Tommy John yet. They've said that it's like they said that he's going to be out about six weeks, letting it rest. But I mean, we all know what forearm stiffness means, right? Yep. Yep. I mean, Left, it's just arm a matter tightness, of time. Elbow tension, all that. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. And I think my favorite descriptor is soupy. <laughs> Is that his arm feels soupy? I can't remember who it was, but I heard somebody a couple of years ago said that his arm was soupy, and then two weeks later he needed Tommy John. Like, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I think I mean this is this is more Trevor Bauer stuff, right? That this yeah. year going full bore is going to be tough on pitchers, and we're only about a month in. So, yeah, they they could continue to pile up as we get into July and August. Yeah, the season started April first or fourth. Uh, Oh, somewhere in there. Yeah. yeah we are literally so. one month in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of which, for those of you listening on Tuesday morning, it uh, May 4th. May the 4th be with you, by the way. But also, um, the uh, minor league baseball season starts today, actually. Opening day oh, is very today nice. for minor league baseball. It's really exciting. And uh, I will be attending, if at all possible, my local game. I hope you will be as well. I need to secure my tickets tonight. They had a little bit of a glitch in the system, you know, preseason jitters and all. But I oh, yeah. do intend to get some GA tickets and take my daughter to the ball game tonight. So that's exciting. nice. That'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Now that we've gone back to a high note, we're going to drop you right back down <laughs> to a low note. <laughs> you see what I did there? It was nice, right? They call that the yeah, sandwich method. Okay, oh, so Roberto. Good. 
Roberto Alomar is something we just have to talk about. We, we're going to do it as briefly as we can, but it, it warrants a discussion. So we're just a little bit of context. Roberto Alomar, brother of Sandy Alomar, helped the Toronto Blue Jays win back-to-back World Series in 92-93. And he has now been placed on MLB's ineligible list for sexual misconduct charges dating back to 2014 at least. And uh, the punishments have been severe. So what we know is that the woman who has made the allegations has not has made it very clear through her attorney that she's not seeking any sort of notoriety or financial compensation. That's not what this is about. She's just trying to do the right thing. And she's being lauded as be as brave. And we agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excuse me. Good for her for coming forward. That's that's got to be super hard. Right. I mean, we're talking about it you know hero here right especially in toronto speaking Mm -hmm. of which toronto has cut ties with roberto alomar all the way around and i mean they they swung the hammer hard and i'll tell you what they've done but to to add some context to it major league baseball hired a private legal firm to come in and do a a completely non-biased third-party view uh investigation into these allegations and what has taken place. And since then, Toronto Blue Jays have, they're no longer employing him as a contracted consultant. Um, they've been, he's been removed from Toronto's level of excellence at the Rogers Center, there, that list. And his number 12 banner retiring his number has been removed or will be uh, in, in the very, very near future will be removed. So, um, Alomar's comments were that he's disappointed, surprised, and upset, but, quote, with the current social climate, unquote, he says he understands why the league took the position, but he hopes that his allegations, quote, can be heard at a venue, unquote, allowing him to, quote, address the accusations directly, end quote. So the interesting thing for me, Brad, and then I'll let Mm -hmm. you weigh in on this, is that the Hall of Fame still has not made any public statements concerning what they will be doing about Roberto Alomar. He's in the class of 2011 Mm -hmm. Hall of Fame inductee. So there you go. Actually, a word on that. Um, Just as we were coming on, I was reading, and and I saw that he has resigned from the committee, but his plaque will remain up for now. Um, I uh-huh. think that's I think that's going to depend on how things play out and and the result yeah. of any uh, any legal action should there be. Uh, but as of right now, his plaque will remain up, and I think that's a, a, an innocent until proven guilty kind of thing. Um, but we'll yeah. see we'll see what happens. That's going to be an interesting thing to follow going forward. Do you think that's Brad? Do you think that's because Hall of Fame has remained aloof and they don't know what MLB has discovered? And that Toronto is either aware of or has knowledge, you know, like insight into, or are they saying, let's let it go to the court of law first? I think what they're saying is that for us to take a, take a plaque down is a pretty big deal. Basically you're erasing somebody from the history of baseball. Um, Yeah. You know, on that respect. And so I think they're like, you know what, let's play it. Let's let it play out. And if, you know, it turns out that he is this kind of person, then we'll visit it then. You know, I, I don't think for the hall of fame to take somebody's plaque down, it's, it's going to take a lot. Right. Yeah. Be, uh, because they still have 
uh, potential steroid users on the ballot, right? Yeah, and and yeah. that's a big deal for base for a lot of baseball fans. For some, it's not it's not a big deal at all. But for most baseball fans, it's a big deal for them to even be considered yep. for the Hall of Fame. So uh, I don't know. I think that the Hall of Fame is very concerned with telling the story of baseball, and I I think they don't want to erase somebody from that history um, just because they were accused of something. And if they're found innocent, then I think it's a whole lot less work because I think there's a lot more that goes into it. I'm not sure. I haven't been there, but there, I'm sure I'm assuming there's a lot more that goes into it. Well, and so. let's be completely honest. This is a 2014 allegation class of 2011 hall of fame has nothing to do with his playing career. Nothing. Yeah. Because you can't even be, you're not even eligible till, you know, what is it? 10 years. It's five. He re- he retired in 2004. Or it's five. So he was eligible yeah. in 09. He got voted in two years later. So, See, so 2014 allegation is post-playing career. The yeah, allegation the dates back to 2014. So I can see why the Hall of Fame would say, well, now hold on. This may have nothing to do with his playing career, which calls into question Toronto's rather abrupt decision-making. Yeah, but he's with the organization is the thing. And if they just, if they right, don't want with him them to now. be with the organization... Yeah, and if they don't want him to be with the organization at all, to be like, okay, this is somebody who has played with us and worked with us, we want to cut ties with you completely. Yeah. You know, and maybe he was employed by them at the time. Well, he he has been. I think I think that's well, the in, idea. Into, in 2014, he was. I I think so. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know for sure, but I think so. So, and that's that. But that's what I'm saying. If if Hall of Fame, if the Hall of Fame is saying, wait a minute. I'm, and this is all speculation. I have no idea what they're thinking. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, for argument's sake, if they're saying, well, now, hold on, this was, you know, uh, pre, or this was post his playing career, Hall of Fame is trying to tell the story of baseball, baseballs, you know, during his playing career, this occurred post-career. Well, I don't know. You know what I mean? Here's like, this, here's so, this for you, Brig, on that front. On that front, if it was just, yeah. if it was sole, based solely on playing career and anything that happened post playing career um and anything we knew for a fact pete rose would be in the hall of fame boy that is true because we don't know for sure That's if he was great... gambling on games while he was playing we know that it was while he was a manager at least yeah. we're fairly certain but we don't know if he was gambling as a player and if it was based solely on his career as a player then he would be in the hall of fame right now so wow. I know the I know the NFL that the voters take into account character a lot with with those guys. Um, I yeah. don't know how much baseball voters take into account character for players, but they might. You know. They well, might, we're seeing that, that argument with PEDs. steroids. It's yeah, exactly. Thing. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it, it might be part of it. I don't know, but mm-hmm. we'll have to wait and see how it plays out. Yeah, well, it's an interesting story to follow, and it's an interesting thing. Either way, sexual misconduct is is unacceptable. Let's make that right. very clear. We're not arguing yeah. that that's a good thing or a bad thing. We're not arguing that he should or should not be, you know, placed on the pedestal he's he's been upon the whole time, given this character. But what we're saying is we don't have all the information other than if the allegations prove accurate, then we also don't support sexual misconduct at all in right. any kind. Right. So this is this is an interesting story to follow. And there's a lot of implications here. So, all right, let's move on. A couple things first uh, before we take a break. 
Joey Votto joins the 300 home run club. We're very excited for him. It's, very, it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, killer, and I think it's great for the Reds organization as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And Joey Votto has been a big part of that team. You know, they paid him a whole lot of money. He certainly earned it. You know, that he's, he's a guy who hits for average and hits a considerable amount of home runs. I mean, he's not like a league-leading slugger by any stretch of the imagination, but I'd want him on my team. The dude puts the yeah, ball in absolutely. play. He just flat out doesn't strike out, and I'm okay with that. Um, that's my yeah. kind of player. So I, I really like Joey Votto. Good for him for hitting 300 home runs. Uh, I don't think he's going to get to 400, but... 300 is a good career. I think he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, but maybe like year six on the ballot. Seven, maybe. That's what I say. But maybe. I like him for I the Hall know. of Fame as well, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably I'd have to right. look closer. The voters are fickle. It depends on who he's up against. <laughs> that And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, he might be one of those that gets in way later. Culture club guy, too. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, last thing before we take a break, Oakland, the Oakland Athletics have made a groundbreaking achievement in the history of Major League Baseball for the first time since Billy Bean. Just kidding. But they have sold (laughs) seats. They have sold seats with cryptocurrency, Brad. Did you know this? I didn't know this. And to be honest with you, Brig, I do not understand cryptocurrency. Uh, I don't don't either. But I got a lot of friends that are telling me to get into it. Yeah, <laughs> and they're you know what they're probably right and they're probably wrong all at the same time and that's why i'm still yeah. confused and i don't get it but anyway the the <laughs> oakland athletics they sold two seats as they call them seat pods right because of social distancing they're together they sold right. two seats in a pod for 100 dodge coin for the I've two seats now dodge i don't understand what a dodge coin is <laughs> i don't know what that is i know what bitcoin is Kind of. I mean, I've heard the term. Yeah, I've heard of it. That's about the extent of my there knowledge. There you go. <laughs> but I didn't know. Honestly, I thought, why are the Dodgers selling tickets in Oakland? I didn't understand what this was. <laughs> I had to read it really close. Dodge coin must yeah, be I some form of cryptocurrency that's more valid or more reputable or no something. Idea. I don't know. No Less idea, abstract. Honestly. No idea. I would right. think that Bitcoin would be the one that's. I don't know, more reputable because that's the one that everybody's been talking about for the last few years, right? Right. I, no, for sure. It seems I don't strongest. Know. I don't know. This, I don't know anything about it. Especially in the it. court of public opinion. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, interesting, though. Keep an eye out because, I mean, I do know there is an exchange rate, right? Just like with any kind of currency, there is an exchange there, rate that's with, right. with cryptocurrency. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can get maybe you can get tickets for cheaper. Uh, maybe let's look up the... Um, the exchange rate on this one of these days keep an eye on it and maybe that's how yeah. you want to buy your tickets to your game going forward uh, buy some buy some dodge coin or whatever and and go buy yourself some tickets mm. to a game for 20 bucks who's to say brad maybe do you think we'll ever accept dodge coin on the shop or bitcoin we might have to eventually yeah that's pretty interesting yeah yeah all right, baseball family, with that, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we've got plenty more for you. We're excited to invite you to celebrate our 100th episode with us in just a minute. If you're anything like me, you wish you could read more, but life has you up and moving at breakneck speeds. Driving back and forth to work, dropping off and picking up kids from school, cleaning the house, and much, much more. When do I have time to sit and read an actual book? That's why I use Audible. 
I can turn my car into a rolling university with Tom Verducci. I can investigate the 1919 Black Sox scandal while vacuuming my stairs. So if you want to learn from Joe Torre, Jackie Robinson, and Jeff Passan, you can with Audible. Click the link in the description to get your first month free and support the Baseball Together podcast. No matter which ballpark you're at, you want to rep your team. Now you can with 9 Plus Us. Welcome to the Big City Series. With every design available in your team's colors, you can fit in with the home crowd or stand out on the road. Either way, we have the colors you crave. Shop the Big City Series and find designs that rep your favorite baseball podcast, cheer from the cheap seats, and much more. Shop the Big City Series only at 9plusus.com. Welcome, baseball family. We're doing something special for our 100th episode. Like we said, everything's going to be different, a little bit different today. We wanted to do a little bit of a reverse rundown. So here we are on Zoom. Yes. We have people sitting in our waiting room. They're not even patient. <laughs> no. They're not patiently little, waiting. Might even be a little bit disgruntled. More than a little bit, possibly. There's, so we're going we're gonna yeah, to bring them yeah. They're going to ask us questions uh, in reverse rundown style. So here we go. First, we have, uh, should we do Lindsay first, and she's been waiting the longest? Yeah, and then Bill. Yeah, Lindsay. Is Bill there? We said Bill. I don't see, I don't see Bill. Well, good. Let's let Lindsay. All right, here we go. Yay! Lindsay! What's up? Hey! Can you hear us? Yeah. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us on our 100th episode. Yeah, that's pretty great. 100. Thank you. We're very yeah, excited. For sure. <laughs> Thanks for being a member of our baseball family. What is your question? Absolutely. So my question for you guys, and this is going to be a good one. I don't know if you've ever heard it. What is your favorite sound in the ball field? Oh, mine. That's easy for me. You want me to go first? Yeah. The crack of the bat. 100%. Okay. That's your favorite. Okay. That's my favorite sound in the world. Yeah, is the crack of the bat. Yeah, well, you're weird. Okay. Followed shortly by <laughs> the pop of the glove. That's mine. <laughs> yeah, the pop of the glove. And I'll tell you why. It's not the crack of the bat for me. The crack of the bat has changed. The sound has changed over time. Yes. Depends on the wood. It depends on who's swinging it. Depends on how the ball is wound or not wound or what if the material. But I'll tell you what. That rawhide on leather never changes. It's the same every time. It's the same in my backyard. It's the same at the ballpark. It's the same every time. Well, there's a little bit of a difference. No, it's the same. No, it's the same. (laughs) Stop it right now, Brad. (laughs) What about you, Lindsay? What's your favorite? The same as you, Brig. Yes! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Same as you. I love it. I I love it. I was playing ball. I love it at the ball field. Everything about it. It's just that. That quintessential baseball sound. It's it perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say you're wrong. No, I know. It's like one A and one B. Two to one, you lose. That's just fine. <laughs> I'll take the L. Yeah. <laughs> you take it. It's a war, it's a percentage thing. <laughs> well, thank you, Lindsay, for joining us. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Brad. Appreciate it. Uh, have a good night, Lindsay. We'll see you. Right. Thanks. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. All right, should we go to Taylor? Yeah. All right. Taylor's been the most impatient out of everybody. So let's That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it says family. Does that mean they're all going to be there? I don't know. I don't know how many. 
No. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, how's it going? Great. You sound exhausted. Are you okay? Dude, I was so. <laughs> That's the best angle you've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> how's how's commander's time going? Oh, you know that feeling you get when sometimes you just want to jump off a cliff head first? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's <Yep>. where I'm at. <laughs> oh no, it's it's good. I've it's it's fun because I say I'm in charge of a company, but there's only 39, so I'm in charge of a platoon. Yeah. I'm a I'm a platoon commander. <laughs> yeah, but you get paid company commander pay. <laughs> that's nice (laughs) what's your question my friend are you gonna ask me right off the bat well i mean thanks for joining us okay what's your question oh great (laughs) uh yeah well no i was just uh gonna ask you guys about uh what you guys think of the whole covid deal and where you think the league's gonna go if they're gonna ever get away from canceling games with that going on because it's kind of annoying when you you got a favorite team to root for, but then they postpone everything for ever in a day. Yeah, that's a great question. I'll take that first. Hey, go ahead. I think they are going to get away from canceling and postponing games. I think they have to. And I think it's going to come down to vaccinations and that kind of herd health and that we're all kind of going for. So I think if everybody can pull together and get vaccinated, probably be all right. Yeah, I think the teams are going to have everybody vaccinated by the end of the season. Yeah. I don't I don't think the cancellation postponement, I don't think that's gonna stick through the rest of the season. I think we're gonna be able to see every game. And I think at the beginning of the season it's gonna be sort of similar to like rainouts. Yeah. About the same predictability and maybe even more predictable because they might say, okay, this entire series is postponed, kind of like what they did with uh was it the the Nats and the Mets yeah. opening weekend. Yeah. Like they might just say, let's just move the whole series and we'll do double headers throughout the season, we'll be fine. And then by that time, everything will be pretty normal. I think I so. Like. And they've already got a mechanism in place to do double headers. So easier to, to, you know, accomplish the double header thing as makeups a little easier than they have in the past. So I think it'll be good. Sweet. What do you think, Taylor? What? Well, you don't want to know what I think. Nobody wants to know what I think. <laughs> no, uh, that's why I asked you. That's true. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's going to come to a point where, they're going to have to make decisions to either just charge forward and just give up being, you know, the, uh, it's hard to, it's hard to not bring in my own like personal feelings. Sure. And I know that this is a family friendly show. So (laughs) thank you. (laughs) Honestly, you know, I agree with you with what both of you said, they've got mechanisms in place and they're just going to have to make that decision on whether or not they're going to, stick to what they're doing with the cancellations or if they're just going to suck it up and, and, and plow forward and just be baseball. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's, that's my hope though. My hope is that they can just find out a way to get back to regular 162 games. Yeah. Figure it out so we can enjoy a full season without having to worry about any silliness going on. Well, and I think that for me, the bigger question, and this might come up later from somebody else. So I'll jump the gun a little bit, but the bigger question for me is when are we going to let every fan have access to a seat? That's there you the, go. That's the question I really want to know. I think that 
the players and the managers and the, the staff, everybody's going to, they're going to work out how to play baseball and how to make that work for entertainment value. But whether or not we can go be entertained in person on mass, like we prefer to be is I think another question on entirely. So we toured a minor league facility that the seats were zip tied so that there was absolutely no possible way uh, that it could be misconstrued as available or not. Um, and no really tampering with it, which I, you know, I thought it's great. Like if you're going to draw a line, draw a hard one. Yeah. Yeah. So I, kudos to them, but they're making it very clear. So and I think, I think I saw that MLB is trying to have uh, full capacity by August. Right. So we'll see. I mean, I think it comes down to vaccination rates and, mm-hmm. and infection rates, things like that. And we, I mean, we could have full stadiums by then, by the end of the season, the full season could be completely full. Yeah. And that's what the owners want for sure. Yeah, you know it's true. So, good question, Taylor. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I try for you. I try. Yes. Well, you're the man. That's why. <laughs> uh, you tell me everything I know, B. You tell Not me everything. everything. No, you're now you're in charge. <laughs> I never got to be in charge. <laughs> and he's still relying on some of that knowledge. Yeah. Well. <laughs> I am, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I go to bed every night like, oh, I didn't get to be in charge. <laughs> Sometimes I'm glad. Look at the look. He's tired. <laughs> you know, Taylor, I have to say before you go, when you like had that camera angle the way you did, yeah, I thought you had stuffed your shirt with like, yeah, I thought you right. like, had stuffed your shirt with like plastic bags or something. <laughs> it reminded me of this uh, picture that Taylor took of me one time. I was I had fallen asleep in a chair. Uh-huh. Uh, during uh, one of our musters, uh, if you will. And we were doing uh, first aid class and we had to learn CPR on babies. And uh-huh. I fell asleep in a chair and woke up with, uh, was it like five, six baby dummies, like baby dolls on me? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty funny. <laughs> so that angle, you could, somehow it looked like that picture. Yeah. <laughs> it was inspired by you, man. Inspired Thanks, by dude. you. Well, thanks for coming on the show. We are uh, we're excited to have you as part of our baseball family and appreciate the question. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Taylor. Yep. Have a good night. Go sleep. Deal. <laughs> All right. So we need to go to Bill next. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Let's go to Bill. And Bill has been on the show before. So let's let Bill in. Yes, that's correct. And for those of you that don't know, Taylor is going to be doing uh, participating in our Arizona baseball right. together network show. So we'll be introducing that as well if we haven't already. Uh not there yet. We're getting there. Yeah. We're working on getting yeah, there. Yeah. So, yeah. Great. Hey Bill. Bill. How are you? Great. Did, did How I, are you? Okay, good. I got to work in this time the first try. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill. Well, well, thanks for being here, man. I mean, this is really exciting yeah, no. to be a part of the hundredth episode. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thanks for asking me. Yeah. Excellent. Very good. So what's your question for us, Bill? Oh, man. Yeah. I actually wrote it down because I'm stupid. I'm going to forget. Uh. (laughs) 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 So you're on death row. You've been found guilty of a crime. Uh, Probably uh, talking smack about Babe Ruth or bringing up uh, Raphael Devers' cheeks. But um, (laughs) so... (laughs) (laughs) That's a good little personal, sorry. Um, You got it. Oh, I felt the heat. That was chin music, what that was. <laughs> what it was, yeah. And now I was going to bat oh, against Nolan Ryan. All right. 
<laughs> Sorry. Um, what's your final meal? I'm on death row and I got a one meal left. Yep. What is your final meal? Okay, my family friendly answer. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's gonna be uh, surf and turf. I like sound that. Yeah, I, Cra- that. I want crab legs and steak, and I want oh. my steak done. Pittsburgh rare. Okay, good. Season salt. Absolutely no sauce. Don't come at me with sauce on my steak. And I want the season salt to be Lowry's. It's all just straight regular. I've thought a lot about this. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And I need a garlic dipping butter sauce for the uh, both the steak and because I'm a fat kid. So I want the steak and the crab legs and garlic dipping sauce. And I want two kinds of crab. I want Dungeness crab and I want king crab. Solid choices. Option. And I want I, uh, it to be unlimited. Yeah, I'm going. I'm gonna hang heavy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, we're gonna make I, sure uh, that 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 rope does its job. And I, you know, I'm gonna work with gravity. It's nice. It's good. I was gonna yeah. say nobody's pulling on your ankles, or oh no, 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 no. We're gonna kick the chair. That's the last kick will happen. I promise. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I respect. I respect every bit of that. That is. That's day. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for meeting me in my dark humor. I know you, you deal with that on a daily basis. So you're the right guy for that. Everybody else is a little worried. <laughs> Sorry, baseball family. I was, I was wondering because you had so much thought of this. I was like, so has he like thought like point A? This is the How much point of this B, is premeditated? This is the crime. Yeah. Yeah. This is when I get caught. This is where I get caught. This is how I get caught. And then this, uh, you know, A through triple Z. And then finally, this is what I have to eat. I'm heavy enough. Yeah, I'm on the death row weight plan is what it is. Not you. (laughs) Premeditated diabetes before I commit that crime. (laughs) What about... What about you, Brad? <laughs> so I'm asking for celery <laughs> with peanut butter and there raisins. You'll die anyway. I would die anyway. I would die on my own terms. Uh, it wouldn't be quick, though. I'll tell you that. No. that See, I, I like that answer too. That's a good one. That would be. He's allergic I was going to say. I was going to say. I'm going to find out what I'm allergic to. I got to take care of myself. I don't need no doctor. I got. It. <laughs> No, I think I think really though, I would ask for a great big pile of chicken wings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. dry rub chicken wings, dry rub, and maybe sure. even like a little bit spicier than I'm used to, oh. because then I've got something else on my mind. Yeah, you know, the last existential crisis. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, this is gonna kill me. This is what's gonna kill me. Yeah. <laughs> if the sauce doesn't have a Surgeon General's warning on it, I don't want it. it's not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you know one of those like oh my gosh it's so hot i want to die yeah <laughs> well, let's go because if i make it through to tomorrow there's <laughs> double it's gonna be worse gonna be good. <laughs> bill what a great question Excellent sir question. <laughs> that one that went better than i thought it was gonna go that was perfect <laughs> we got you we're here <laughs> every week <laughs> Oh man! Well, thanks oh, man. for coming on the thanks, show. Man. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. We'll talk to you later, man. I was gonna say, I think I made it a full five minutes without swearing. Oh, yeah! Me too. <laughs> <laughs>
right. Should we see oh, who's man. next on the yeah, list? All right. Thanks, Thanks guys. Good to see you again. Yeah, you too. <laughs> All right. Next we have Denise. Oh, let's see. What? I'm going to kick out, Bill. Okay. All right. <laughs> hey, Blake. Hey, I <laughs> when it signed me in, I like I went to change the name. I don't know why it didn't change it because he awesome. uses this. Uh, he uses this for his, his uh, Cub Scout Zoom meeting, so yeah. I always put his name in there. Nice, but I swear to God, I changed it. <laughs> well, all I'm, evidence points to the contrary. So yeah, it annoyed. sounds made up. <laughs> I really want to change it because it's actually. <laughs> <laughs> well thanks for coming on and joining us for our 100th episode this is exciting hey. yeah it is i thought <laughs> so we were all gonna on. be on at once so i'm like sitting here i'm like man what is taking so long yeah okay. that's us sorry i'm yeah. gonna blame bill honestly you'll see <laughs> so real quick hold on before you go denise i like before you ask your question i have to say so denise is in a group chat with us because she's one of the admins on yeah, that's right. our nine plus sbip group we talk to denise every day but this yeah. is the first time we've spoken to her face to face to any degree at all. Like, yeah, this is, like, this is the first time I think you've heard her voice. Other, like, have you listened to the podcast? Yeah, I've had. Yeah, yeah. so we, the first time I heard your voice though was the podcast. Right, me North too. Chicago. Yep. But this is the first time we've ever spoken face to face. This is awesome. It is. It's really exciting. Yeah, it's my good Chicago, to meet you, my Chicago accent. <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> Okay, so we've had some great questions so far. No pressure, but we're excited to hear yours. <laughs> All right. I've been thinking about this, and I hope I hope they haven't asked you. Um, so I know, like, everybody's got an opinion on the DH, right? And, you know, people are either for it or against it. And I'll be honest, I, I can't remember what side of the, the coin you guys are on, if you like the DH, if you hate the DH. But since they had it last year in, you know, last season in the national league because of the, the pandemic and stuff. And they've, they've eliminated that now, um, you know, coming back to this season, they had it in spring training, but regular season, the DH has gone from the national league. Um, what did that like change your opinion at all, whether or not you like the DH, do you, you know, do you think it should be league wide? Do you think leave it the way it is? Um, great, great question. You know, with like I said, you know, the, the National League, the fans kind of got a taste of what it's like to have a DH. I've I've never seen a DH in my life on the Cubs, other than when they were playing an American team at their ballpark, right? Yeah. Um, so it was like for me, it was it was odd to to see it year round. So yeah, I'm kind of wondering which side of the coin were you on to begin with? And did that sway you last season with seeing it kind of league wide for the whole season? I'm on the right side of the coin, Brad's on the left. And that's not just because of the video orientation. That's because I'm a purist and Brad wants to change things that don't deserve to be changed. They have no business changing. <clears throat> and uh, I don't care what happened last season. I haven't changed my opinion one bit. <laughs> so does that I'm mean you don't it. like the DH? I okay. don't like the universal DH. I do like the DH in the American League. But again, I go all the way back to I'm a purist. It's, it's often not... The way to go but in this case it is i i really do believe that the universal dh makes makes no sense and i have always wanted a universal dh and i like the dh um i think a universal dh would be very good for baseball because it would level out the free agent market 
it would level the playing field for games because I feel like I've always felt like there was a distinct advantage and disadvantage during the World Series and during interview play. The numbers don't show that. They don't. That's they right. They do not show that at all. But to me, it feels that way because the National League is getting a hitter who they've had to bench, who they've been, who's been part of the rotation. Mm-hmm. They're allowed to bring that guy in and actually hit, whereas the American League has their nine hitters. Yep, you know that you have what you have. Yeah, but they got to bench don't, a guy. And you don't have to sacrifice any. But then you've got to bench. You've got to bench a guy. You go to National League Park, and your pick. Or by the way, baseball players go there and be baseball players still, and that's fine. Thank but you. you're not going to have Tom Brady play defense. We're not asking Tom Brady to play baseball. You were asking him to play defense, though. No, it's a, so. And this is the other <laughs> no, thing too. Is no, that he'd probably is come in and win the World still. Series, though. He would by himself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, and this is this is my thing: is hitting is a repetition skill. It is. You can't do it if you don't get the repetitions, and in-game repetitions are different than 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 cage repetitions. Of course. So it makes a huge difference if you're only getting in a game once a week to hit, as opposed to not having you know having a chance every day. Because even guys who come off the bench and pinch hit once a week, they're not going to be nearly as effective as somebody who's getting in a game even three times a week. Do, do I think it's a competing skill? Yes. Do I think that warrants the universality of the rule? No. I do. I like the dichotomy between the leagues. I like that it changes the strategy when you go to the World Series. I like that it's enough of a shakeup to to warrant true analytics and and true strategy when you jump into that situation the world series i love it i think it's great i want just enough dynamic that way and we disagree i know it's great since day one (laughs) (laughs) good question denise do you care one way or the other um you know like so i i'm the same way i I hate the dh because I, i grew up without it to me you're a pitcher you're a part of the game you should hit period um, they, they don't get to the DH until you get to the major leagues, right? I mean, they go through the minor leagues and the pitchers are part of the, the batting order. Um, as not far anymore, as I know, why anymore. are you shaking your head? Not anymore, no. Did they take the that DH. now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. they the DH in college, we DH in high school. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so that's news to me. It just um, depends on the league. But yeah. I don't know. League and the coach I, in high school. We're, same I mean, way, when though, you get in the minors, I, it's a league thing. Yeah. And I've seen pitchers who can hit. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know, Jake Arrieta is a great example. I was gonna say Jake Arrieta. You know, um, yeah, he loves right. It. Yeah, yeah, there are pitchers who can hit. Uh, what's his name? Um, on the uh, Cincinnati Reds. Oh my God, um, oh. Michael something. I think uh, I can't think of his time. name. It starts with an L. Uh, Lorenzen Leibowitz. Yeah, thank you, Michael Lorenzen. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I had Michael. Couldn't think of Lorenzen. Yeah, Michael Lorenzen. Right, that guy can play everywhere. And then you know, look at yeah. uh, Otani. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. but I I just feel like the pitcher's part of the game. Yeah, he pitches every five days, so he's only going to get that. But I, I see him in the batting cages. Um, I've seen you know pitchers get home runs, and I I love when pitchers get home runs. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, it is. You know, but then you know back to with Brad's argument, you know, again, look at Schwarber when, you know, when he came back from his injury, he got that advantage of being the DH. He didn't have to field, Um, you know, and, but when they played at Wrigley, so game one and game two, he was a hitter and he, you know, he made a difference. And then when they got to Wrigley, he had to sit because they wouldn't let him field. Yep. Um, So unless he came in as a pinch hitter. So, 
but you know, and then you see, you know, the pitchers trying to, to leg out so they don't get doubled off and they get injured. And yeah. I mean, Kyle Hendricks tripped over first base during spring training and everybody's like, this is why we need a DH. And I'm <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> I'm like, but then, you know, you got Tatis who's not a DH and he, you know, just tore his shoulder. So yep. I feel like yeah. the injury can happen whether you're, you're a pitcher or not. And if you're a pitcher, you should be conditioned to be able to run from home to first without tearing a leg. Um, yeah. So no, I I think I guess what I'm I I'm probably still on the same side as Brig. I liked it last year just for that shortened season, but yeah. I don't know if I'd ever want it. And it made sense. And that's again two to one. You lose. Thank you. That's just fine. <laughs> thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks it. for that's a great me. question. Yeah, we love thanks. it. So uh, thanks Denise. <laughs> thanks Denise. Appreciate All right, you. Thanks. See you guys later. Okay, bye. Yeah. Yeah, who's who's next? I think we got a couple people up next, right? Next up, we have Tim Sargent, right? Yeah. Okay, here he comes. <laughs> hey, Timmy. Hello. He's the great Bambino, the Colossus of Clout, the Colossus of Clout. <laughs> What's up, man? What's up? <laughs> Sorry, I'm like just walked into my work warehouse. <laughs> well, how dare you? But I'm here. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the show and celebrating our 100th episode with us. We're very excited about this, and we're more Woo! excited about yeah, how excited, excited you are. <laughs> I'm super excited. Good. Boy, that beard is looking magnificent. Oh, yes, the beard. Yeah, you're you're <laughs> rocking it, dude. Yeah, what's up? Man, look at those look at those off-road vehicles. Yes, and I am covered in dirt. We've been on them for the past few hours. Wow. Very nice. How do you beat that? What's your question for us tonight? Uh, I need to ask you a question. Can yeah. it be any question? Yeah, it doesn't matter what it's about, man. Um <laughs> number one question is what is the number one thing you should never do? Never eat yellow snow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got it, easy. Dude. What you got? Let's come on. <laughs> uh, took, that's a quick okay. answer. Yeah. Well, that's the Baseball. that is the answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Baseball related question. My my question to you is: How do you feel about the uh, the recent? And we don't have to get into politics, but how do you feel about the recent move of the game in Atlanta? Yeah, the all-star game? Yeah, the all-star game. Yeah, Brad, you want to go first on this one? I answered the last one. <laughs> I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Uh, it's they're not the first ones to do it, MLB. Um, I don't know enough about the voter laws for like the pol- politics, political reasons, anything like that. But there was a precedent set by the NBA a few years ago. They moved out of Charlotte. That moved they moved the all-star game out of Charlotte. So there was that. And I'm sure that they just kind of followed the same step of another league that did something they didn't agree with for whatever reason. Yeah. I, and my answer is all going to be about the economy. I think it's going to hurt the Atlanta metro area financially. Um, they're going to miss out on a ton of revenue and a ton of travel money, which we're all hurting for right now. I mean, the travel, entertainment, hospitality, uh, beverage, and food and beverage industries. I mean, they're that's what's taken the biggest hit over the last year with the pandemic. Um, so to turn that away is interesting. Nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. That's a great question. That was a hard question. Woo! Come prepared. Woo! I didn't, I wasn't prepared at all. You came prepared. Man, you got dirt all over you and fine beard, and you're prepared. Yeah, boy. <laughs> dirty with me. This is awesome, man. We're going to get you on the show one of these days real soon. So you can talk about yeah. Braves and Michael Jordan and all that good stuff you got to talk oh, about. Oh, yeah. We got to do that. I got some stories to tell. Yeah, you do. All right. All right, man. Well, we appreciate it. We're going to jump on and uh, okay. got some questions to, to hit with some other people. But have a great rest all of your right. night, man. Thanks for having me. You got Thank it, man. You. We'll talk to you later. See you guys. Bye. Okay. We got Jason up next. There he is. Super zoomed in. I don't know what's going on. What is that? That's disgusting. (laughs) You could stand back against the wall if you wanted to. That's just your face right where it is. It's idyllic. That's horrible. (laughs) We could meet you there. There we go. <laughs> oh, now it shut down. What the hell? All right. Okay. What, what's your question for us, Jason? Welcome I got no questions. <laughs> you got what? I got no questions. There you we go. Have one question. Question. This is a reverse rundown, man. We're doing the rundown right now. You got two minutes to ask us whatever question you want to ask. It doesn't matter what it's about. Yeah, I just want to stop in and congratulate you guys on uh, the 100 episodes. Oh, well, that's really Jason. nice of you, man. I mean, he's been on what? Four, five? Yeah. Five episodes? Yeah. Three? <laughs> no, you've been on more than that. It's got to be more than that, man. I was. I you've took been a hiatus solo at least three times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Really? I thought it was three. <laughs> it's great every time. That's why it blends seamlessly. There you you don't even know. Sure. You're having so much fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I like your kiss shirt. So, like, uh, ask us a question about butt rock or something. Like, <laughs> Wow. Let's do it. <laughs> Metal bands or I don't know, something. Yeah. yeah. I'm down with that. I mean, Jason and I have talked about doing a music podcast. Anyway, exactly. No, I know. Some, that's what I'm ask saying. Ask us a walk-up song question. Yeah. Actually, I was getting ready to do that after yes. Rick said about music. Yeah. Favorite walk-up music. Favorite? Favorite. Right, oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Because hold on. Let's music. rephrase this. Okay. Okay. What would be your walk-up music? There you go. That's okay. what I was yeah. hoping you would okay. yeah. I've got this. Yeah, me too. I'll go first since you made me go first in the hard one last time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. That was a great answer. So my that. walk-up yeah. song yeah. is Back in Black by ACDC. Nice. Nice. That is the only option. Wow. Because it is the world's greatest entrance song to anything. Unless you're a closer. Oh. And then and then it is Until We Die by uh, Escape the Fate. That is the best entrance song for a closer. There is no other answer. Well, that's clearly got to be Escape the Fates' current singer, not their original, because I don't remember that song. Yeah. It's off the, their transition album, where okay. it's like a collaboration, you know? Okay, before you get too deep into this geek out session you got going on, which I'm loving, <laughs> by the way, I just want to <laughs> tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> Fine. My walk-up song would be Blues Deluxe by Joe Bonamassa. That's what it would be. And nice. I want to start at the beginning Deep. of the song. Yeah, dude. And it's it's that solo guitar with a blues riff. It's electric. It's awesome. I'll play it for you. You never heard it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know what it is. Do you? Yeah. Oh, man, it is so good. That'd be my walk-up song. Nice. What's your Very walk-up cool. song, Jason? Yeah, Jason, what you got? Oh, man, what would I go with? Uh, I guess I'll go with uh, Since I'm Wearing a Kiss Shirt. Yeah. I'll go with uh, "I Love yeah. It Loud" by uh, by Kiss. 
I love it. Not Beth. Not Beth. <laughs> <laughs> I love it loud. That's a good one, dude. That's a really good one. That's a, it's a total stadium anthem type song. Yeah. Got a pump up feel to it. That's what I would go with. That's a great answer. Nice. Well, thanks for joining us, man. We're going to jump into the next question, but we appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thanks, Jason. You're the man. Appreciate it. Later. Talk to you later. All right, we have Tim Jensen. Yeah, Tim Jensen's Tim up Jensen next. Jensen on the line. Uh-huh. What? So we have Tim Jensen on the line. Very good. Very excited about this. Tim. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for waiting in the queue, bro. Yeah, man. Of yeah. course. That's nice of you. Well, so, you know. uh, welcome. This is the 100th episode of our show. We're really excited that you're here with us. What, well, uh, congratulations to you guys. First of all, that's amazing. 100 wow, episodes. Thank you. thank you. Appreciate that. It's very exciting. But we wanted to get our fans an opportunity to get involved with our centennial celebration. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> What's your question for us, Tim? Well, my question, given all that I know about baseball, which is very extensive, by the way. It really, it is. <laughs> I have learned that baseball fans are a rather superstitious lot. Oh, yeah. And as such, I wanted to know what is your guys' superstition, whether it be before game or season-wide, what do you guys kind of do to help your team win? Do you have any, like, traditions or things, like, pairs of socks hats whatever that you got to wear because that's going to help your team mm-hmm. that's a great question so well, thank you i'm not superstitious but i'm a little stitious <laughs> that's, that's a lie i'm incredibly superstitious yeah me i'm more than sort of stitious yeah <laughs> like yeah especially when i was playing so i always wore two pair of socks um just keep from getting blisters and whatever mm-hmm. it was i had to go right foot right foot left foot left foot Right foot in the pants, left foot in the pants, pull it up, then put the jersey on, yeah. tuck, do everything up, and then put the belt on. Wow. That was the way it had to go. And then okay. go right shin guard, left shin guard, chest protector. So everything was right to left. Everything was right to left. And then don't step on the foul line. Of course. Duh. And then when I go out to the plate, if like so like if I'm playing in the field, don't step on the foul line. If I'm going to the plate, I had to, I had to have a fresh patch of dirt. I had to kick the dirt around move it around and, and like stomp it down a little bit and have my spot. Mm. I made the pitcher wait. I made the umpire wait. Yep. Always. I had to do it before I caught a single pitch. Wow. As far as a fan. Yeah. I have to find a spot on the couch. Right. I move around from inning to inning until runs are scored. Once runs are scored, I stay there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. See, I'm the same thing. It's totally neurotic. It's ridiculous, but I'm the same way with food. Like if I was drinking water, <laughs> wow they started scoring runs then i'm only drinking water and I, I i'm very similar with my position like if i got up to pee then or to go to the bathroom then i promise you i will get up to go to the bathroom every single time if they score runs and if they if if something terrible happens it's the same way i'll never do that again that day and it's usually that day my expiration day is pretty abrupt that's what it is for games. Like I said, I'll, yeah. I'll bounce around from inning to inning until they score. Yeah, but do you start there the next game or do you reset everything? Well, I start there every day. So You start at the same spot every day? I do too. I start at the same thing, typically the same thing every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, do you have any superstitions or sort of stitions? No, 
(laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, good having you on the show. Well, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) No, that's really funny. That's a great question. We are a superstitious bunch, us baseball peeps. There's nothing wrong with that, though. I'm actually just curious, follow on, is how many games or how many times did you have to go through a game to realize that that was the superstition that was working so like brad you're always right to left but how many games did you go through before you were like oh wait a second i think i'm onto something here uh it took one four strikeout game for me to be like (laughs) oh left foot first does not work (laughs) well there you go that's a real thing that happened (laughs) everybody else got a hit but i did not wow (laughs) that'll do it uh for me same question i don't know i have no idea i don't know what happened it probably evolved over my lifetime Mm -hmm. i think the older i get the more access to more than just water i've had which is nice um (laughs) (laughs) to make different food and beverage choices during my experience (laughs) and yes that that definitely adds to the uh where i begin my day and day game or night game obviously that used to play a role in in that in those decisions it doesn't anymore (laughs) all right that's a good that's good man i like that yeah that was a good question i've never been asked that question before i just sit in my little neurotic bubble hoping that (laughs) it goes well (laughs) cool man well thanks for coming on we appreciate it yeah of course thanks guys yeah man thanks again tim we'll talk to you later all right, next we have Mike. Mike, Mike is on. Mike Barnes. Thank you. And, and forgive me for the late arrival. Uh, obviously, when you're going to do this type of appearance, you want to make sure that you have the right photo. So I've been yeah. working on that for some time now. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't fault you for prioritizing appropriately. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate yeah, it. Well, thanks for joining us today. This is, as you know, it's our 100th episode. We wanted to give everybody a chance to jump on and maybe quiz us a little bit we quiz everybody else that comes on the show (laughs) and uh, if you had a particular question we'd be really excited to answer it for you well brig i I do have a question so i don't know if you know this i am a uh, a boston red sox fan no you're your your first place boston red sox winners of five straight games so my question is this for both of you What is more surprising eight games into the season? The Red Sox being in first place in the AL East or the Yankees being in last place in the AL East? Oh, that's easy. The mo- Can I take this? Yeah, so we were just talking about this. Yeah, the most surprising thing is the Red Sox being in first place because I called this early season hiccup for the, for the Yankees. I, I saw this coming. Now, whether it will persist, nobody knows, obviously. But I think that this early season mash unit, everybody's hurt. We can't figure out what we're doing. We got to buy Jay Bruce and put him at first base just just to keep things going. This is crazy. (laughs) I saw this coming. Yeah, it'll all iron itself out. But this is crazy. Yeah, we both thought there would be a slow start for the Yankees. So I think think the Red Sox being in first place is more surprising. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me. I think – Baltimore was in first place for like 72 hours and that was less surprising. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately for the Red Sox, they just didn't realize that spring training had ended. So they didn't show up for the first three games of the season. And then once they, 
once uh, they sat down, they had a team meeting. They're like, wait, so we're 0-3? Like the season's <laughs> underway? We lost three in a row at Fenway? Um, and, and they realized, yeah, and now they've won five straight games. So yeah, I envision the Sox going undefeated from here on out. For start to finish, almost. 159 yeah. and three. Uh, yeah. That'd be, I just that's got, legit. I just got three to one odds in Vegas uh, for the Red Sox to go undefeated. So I took out a second mortgage on my home, put $200,000 down. So if they go undefeated the rest of the season, I'll win 600,000 bucks. And what do you stand to lose? 200,000. I'm just saying. Uh, But let's be honest. There's no way I'm going to lose. You're right. You've seen the Red Sox play lately. If it's based on the quality of Rafael Devers cheeks, you're going to be in trouble. I have to know though, Mike, (laughs) <laughs> which which bookie did you like which book did you go through yeah get three to one on that i feel like you could have done better <laughs> no three i mean most so if if you go look around vegas right now the expectation is that the red Sox are going to go undefeated so most of them are only doing like one to one and a half like you're getting a 50 percent payback assuming they go undefeated so this was i had to go overseas um <laughs> and and find someone who really wasn't that familiar with baseball to give me those odds. So I feel good about it. You got a bookie in Sri Lanka. You know, I saw the two to three odds the other day and I was, I was a little confused by it. That makes a whole lot more sense. That's better. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I saw Briggs video the other day of him giving you a baseball glove and it, it was offensive to me mostly because we know if anyone has small hands and could have used a small glove, it's Brig. (laughs) Yeah. I can't wait to give you something next time I see you, Mike. No, man. No, man. I'm, I'm scared of what that could be. Let's be honest. Let's be transparent. It's going to be a beverage. It's what it's going to be. Well, then I'm happy. There you go. Yeah, you should be. Well, well gentlemen, congratulations. Thank Number you. Number 100. You, That's yeah, awesome. Appreciate that. It's a lot of fun. Thanks for jumping on the show with us. I know you got stuff going on tonight, so we'll let you go, but... We really appreciate you taking the time, jumping on, and celebrating with us. All right. Thanks, guys. Go Sox. You're the man. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Well, that was really cool. That was a lot of fun. It was nice to get a little bit different side of the coin there Yeah. to to get to hear directly from some of the listeners. We wanted to try to do as much of like a call-in show as possible. Mm -hmm. And so this was the best way we thought to uh, get get that experience for us, get it for the listeners. It was really cool to get to be face-to-face with people. That was a lot of fun. I think maybe I another 50 episodes or so we'll do that again. Maybe. We should do it again. We, yeah. yeah, maybe we and if, if we should do it regularly. Yeah, we should. Yeah. I agree. It's too, this is too much fun. Yeah, so if you missed out this time, there will be another chance, and we want to hear from you for sure. Yep, that's exactly right. All right, let's take a quick we'll get back. We'll get back to our, our regular uh, camera angle, too. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a hobby that has nothing to do with baseball, and Brad, I think, is a little jealous. In the tiny bit of spare time that I have, I get punched in the face. Or I'm punching someone else. Either way, my friends and I try to hit each other. Now, before you think I'm crazy, there is a lot of protective gear involved. And I get my gear from Venom. Unbeatable quality at truly affordable prices. Not to mention it's the best looking equipment on the market. If that's not enough, Venom just signed an enormous deal with UFC. And that equipment and apparel is now available at Venom.com. So whether you need new gloves, a heavy bag, or performance apparel, Venom.com is the place to shop. You can support our show 
and get 10% off when you use the link in the description. I'm Jason. And I'm David. And we're the hosts of the Non-North Sports Podcast. We're the home of sports talk for everyone. Join us bi-weekly as we talk about the happenings in sports. You can find the Non-North Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you find your podcasts. Hey, Brad, can I admit something kind of ridiculous? Yeah, man. I have a Neil Diamond song stuck in my head. I did not see that coming. Well, me neither. Have you been to a drive game recently? Tell me it's Sweet Caroline. Yeah, it's not. It's Song Sung Blue. (laughs) I have to admit I've never even heard of that song. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Dude, you gotta get out more. I think you need a vacation. You're probably right. Did you know that you can get great deals on airfare, hotels, and rental cars by using Booking.com? They have killer prices all in one place. I booked with them when I came out to South Carolina to visit you. Cool. The best part is, every time you use our link, not only do you get great deals on travel arrangements, but you also support the Baseball Together podcast. Maybe I do need to get out more. We all know you need to. Even our listeners know, bud. Well, where should I go? I don't know. I hear Phoenix is nice this time of year. Click on the link in the description to get out of the house and support the Baseball Together podcast all at once. Welcome back, baseball family. Thanks for joining us this far. If you've made it this far with us, we have got some treats for you. Brad and I did a bunch of research, and we decided that Major League Baseball and its history ought to be celebrating our 100th episode with us. (laughs) That's reasonable, is it not? I don't see why it's not. I mean, if you can be one thing, you should be efficient. That's right. (laughs) So, (laughs) what we've done is we've gone through the histories, We've, we've... just taking as much information as we thought was pretty cool, pretty mm-hmm. relevant, all around the theme of 100. So, Brad, why don't you tell us what the first detail is, or, the, or you just pick one, you know? Yeah, well, I, I just want to say real quick, though, I, it does feel like, like the 100th day of school for like kindergarten. Yeah. You know, where you have like Zero the Hero. and yeah, That's right. Yeah, and yes. like count to 100 and everything. Uh-huh. So, all right, so we're going to do... Like Briggs said, 100 stuff. One of the things that I found that I thought was actually very interesting was the first player to make a $100,000 salary. Okay. That's fascinating to me because we think of baseball players that they're always going to have been rich. You think? Making a bunch of money. That's not true, though. At one point, they had full-time jobs. They had part-time jobs, whatever. Baseball was not the only thing they did like it is now. So, in 1947 was the first time we had a $100,000 player. Make the hundred thousand dollars salary, yep. and it was no other than Joe DiMaggio, the man himself. Joe DiMaggio, the man himself. Jolton Joe <laughs> That's DiMaggio. What I was to say. Joe D. Excuse me, uh, you Mariners fans out there, Brad does know who Joe D. is. I do, I do, I do know. Yeah. Um, is yeah. that recording? Good. So. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that they, everybody, even on YouTube, could figure out that <laughs> that you know who Joe D is. I know who Joe D is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really big well, deal. Well, so actually, I got introduced to Joe DiMaggio when I was when I was obviously a kid, right? Oh, I hope so. Not like personally, <laughs> but like who he is, because <laughs> so I got there. You were <laughs> so there. I was. No, I I bought a an SI Kids had yeah. Ken Griffey Jr. on the front. Yeah. Obviously, I was going to buy it, and it said Jolton Jr. 
Oh, on the front. And okay. so I showed my grandma. I was like, Grandma, check it out. And she goes, and she started singing Jolt and Joe DiMaggio. I'm right. Like, Who's that? So she told me all about Joe DiMaggio. Nice. My grandma. My grandma did. What a terrific woman. Absolutely. She is I mean, fantastic. I know all about that now. Yes. Yeah, that's Very great. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we went through and we wanted to learn who the 100th inductee into the Hall of Fame was. And... I'll bet you never guess, <laughs> because we couldn't either. Uh, but it was Red Faber. Red Faber was the 100th member of the Hall of Fame inductees. He was, let's see, he was a pitcher. He had a 63.9 career war, 254 wins, 213 losses, a career ERA of 3.15, Brad. That's terrific. That is terrific. That is terrific. Absolutely. He pitched 4,086 and two-thirds innings. In his life or in his career, fourteen seventy one strikeouts, and also twenty years, all with the Chicago White Sox, which have we not proven is like one of our favorite things ever. Yeah, it is. He's in the Hall of Fame. He won. He was part of the nineteen seventeen World Series victory, two time ERA title winner. He passed away in nineteen seventy six. Born in eighteen eighty eight, and. All with Chicago White Sox. Like well, and how about this? He played his very last game in 1933 when he was 45 years old. 45. Yep. That's yeah. He, he came he came into the big leagues at age 25. Played until he was 45. Did you know that he has his his WAR among pitchers is 35th overall all time. Wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty good for pitchers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like just pitchers. But I think I think we were. We're talking about this. We're looking at this kind of stuff. Yeah, that WAR is kind of a um, like the guys who have the, the the highest WAR are almost like compilers. Like WAR overall, it career a WAR lot. is a compilation statistic. Agreed. So yeah, so at twenty years, he's going to be up there. But it's it's an accomplishment alone to have a consistent enough career to have positive enough positive enough WAR over your career to be able to accumulate that much right he didn't yeah. fall off right yeah, yeah exactly which is great yeah what do you have next cool. what's on your list all right let's look at the 100th mvp voting so these aren't this isn't the 100th mvp not we're not just going to do one person because every year you have the al nl and yeah in the beginning it didn't but anyway yeah so in the 100th mvp voting that was just in 2018 break Wow. Not that long ago. Wow. Okay, we had Mookie Betts in the American League yep. at the time with the Boston Red Sox. That's right. And Christian Yelich with the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, a couple of great hmm. players who continue to, I mean, those guys are both still in their peak. Oh, they yeah. They did not peak at the MVP year, especially no. Mookie Betts. I mean, he's he's going to be a perennial MVP candidate for the next three, four years, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, top five so, Yeah, every year. Yeah, and Christian Yelich, he was down a little bit last year. But I've I've said this before. I don't care who was up, who was down last year. It was a it was a janky year. Totally different. So yeah, yeah everything gets get, everything get, gets a little bit. Everybody different. a pass. Yeah, yeah, so. I agree. Except for Luke Voigt. Except for Luke Voigt. <laughs> <laughs> he just went on a tear. So we're all appreciative of that. We the royal we I say. Of course. Uh, so the next on our list is the 100th World Series champion. The 100th World Series champion. Let me go back to the Royal Weed. The New York Yankees <laughs> <laughs> triumphed over the Atlanta Braves in 1996, four games to two. 
And, you know, I think, like, once I found that, I think I remembered either, like, a patch, a logo, yeah. something that year they were making a big deal about it being the 100th World Series. Yeah. And suitably. Of course. <laughs> it, it's almost like it was meant to be. It was meant to be. <laughs> it was. <laughs> With arguably the two of the greatest teams of, like, all time. Yeah, it's, it's true. Certainly of that generation. But of, of that decade, most certainly. Absolutely. Maybe the, even two. Yeah. Couple of generations worth of the greatest teams yeah. ever, right there. Yeah, definitely. Those, so, those Braves teams were outstanding. Obviously, that Yankees team was amazing. Okay, Thank so <laughs> we don't we have not reached the 100th Cy Young Award or the 100th Rookie of the Year yet. Um, in so the Cy Young was first given in 1956. So that means the 100th will be given in 2055. The 2055. So we're a ways wow. off from that one still. And then the 100 the first Rookie of the Year was given in 1947. So that will put the 100th in 2046 yeah. again. I mean, that's not as far off as I originally anticipated. That's only 25 years. That's not bad. So, yeah. that kind of freaks me out a little bit. Well, yeah, we're all... Close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Hey, and you know what? Maybe we'll get to do that at the time. Oh, the let's 100. do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Committed. Yeah. Look at that. No commitment okay. issues here. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 something else we thought would be cool to do was to go through some... I mean, really, we we chose we found like the top what the top five six five or six yeah. home run leaders of all time, and yeah. we thought let's find out the day, the scenario, the game, everything about their one hundredth career home run. Isn't that cool, baseball family? Oh, we hope you think it's cool. <laughs> we thought we, it was cool. We geeked all out about this. <laughs> we spent a long time geeking out about. Yeah, this. and it's like, super cool. Yeah. So why don't you start? Uh, why don't you start with Barry okay. Bonds, career home run leader start with right now? Barry Bonds. This was on July twelfth, nineteen ninety, in Pittsburgh versus the San Diego Padres off of Andy Bennis. I yeah. know the name because he used to be mayor. There you go. It was a Great. three-run home run to right field. It was, uh, yeah, that's that's what we have. Three-run home run to right <laughs> field. Three-run home run to right field. That means solo solo home run. That's what I was looking that for. Was it was a, a solo home run. No, it was a three-run homer. You're right. Oh my gosh. I'm Woo, so Brad. Oh, oh my gosh. Anyway. It's awesome. So three run homer to right field. Yeah. Um, and then to put that in perspective, this is what I stumbled me. I stumbled over? I don't know. Anyway. I stumbled me is great. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I stumbled over was his first homer was hit June 4th, 1986. Right. So to put that in perspective, that is, that's about five seasons to reach 100, which is yep. actually pretty normal. Well, you'll come to find out where he lands in his progression. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, and that's that's something that is funny, though. Right. He was pretty normal at the beginning of his career. Amen. And then he became abnormal. Yes, he did. You know? All right. The next... See if you can do better than I did. Well, good. Thank you. No, no pressure, right? Yeah. <laughs> We've only done this over a hundred times, people. So you can imagine you better. You can figure it out. All right. So Hank Aaron holds the number two spot in the all-time home run hitting list, and he hit his hundredth home run August fifteenth, nineteen fifty-seven. So that was his second homer of the game, and so Hank Aaron hit his first homer in uh, 1954, so April 23rd, 1954. It took him his fourth season to reach 100 home runs, his fourth season. And that is the normal pace for somebody to set a record, right? You'd think. You would think that would be the pace. Yeah, so far. Not five seasons. Yeah, not five. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Unless you're, right. if you're doing it right. 
Exactly right. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let's go on to Babe Ruth, currently number three on the home run list. The Colossus of Clout. The, the Colossus of Clout. That wimpy deer. <laughs> so, Babe Ruth hit his 100th home run on September 24th, 1920. This one was in New York against the Washington Senators. Correct. Versus Jim Shaw. This was a solo shot in the bottom of the first inning. This was the second game of a doubleheader. Kind mm. of a fun fact. And the first game, he homeward in the bottom of the first inning as well. This is at the Polo Grounds, and this game, the Yankees won in a walk-off. And wouldn't you know it, who scored the winning run? The Babe. The babe. That's right. <laughs> he did. The Babe. <laughs> the Babe. <laughs> so, Babe Ruth hit his first home run May 6, 1915. So, this was six seasons to reach 100. It was in his sixth season. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And he and you do see him over the course of his career, like the, just the first few years where he really amps up at the beginning. Yeah. Starts hitting a lot of home runs. Um, not not at their trajectory that uh, Barry Bonds was at, at the end of his career, but he definitely picked up from his rookie year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Which I, is I agree. acceptable and normal. I agreed. Uh, the next on the home run hit list, Alex Rodriguez. He hit his 100th home run August 12th, 1998, Seattle at Toronto. This is when he was playing for the Mariners. Right. Uh, versus Nero Rodriguez. It was a left field shot in the top of the seventh and a two-run bomb. He hit his first home run June 12th, 1995. He reached 100 in his fourth season. Very good. His four seasons. It's cool because, so, I think I've shared this before. Okay. The time that I got robbed of an Alex Rodriguez home run. Oh, I don't as, think we heard the Kingdom. We we're, were sitting on left field, and uh, and A Rod hit a home run, and the guy like I was standing up on my seat ready to catch this ball. Oh, I do know this. Story. And the guy in front of me reached up and grabbed it. Yep. And he leaned way back. Yeah, it was like yeah. right in almost in my hand. He yeah. Got, yeah. Uh, that would that would have been one of his first hundred home runs. It would have been because it was uh, the summer of '97. Wow. So that's yeah. cool to see. That's amazing. A little bit of context. I like that. That's neat. <clears throat> All right. Let's go to Albert Pujols. He hit his 100th home run July 20th, 2003 in L.A. 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 Against the Dodgers, I'm assuming. Yeah. Against uh, the Dodgers. When he was the St. Louis. Yeah, yeah. 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 Against the Dodgers. When he was playing with the St. Louis Cardinals still versus Odalis Perez. That went to center field at the top of the fourth. That was a two-run home run. Yep. His first home run came April 6th, 2001. That is just three seasons. Now, there has been little to no controversy surrounding Albert Pujols. He was just a freak of nature out there hitting home runs. He was 12. (laughs) Yes. That's the only only concern. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but but seriously though, like I do remember him his first three or four seasons, just oh, like this yeah. dude's on incredible on an incredible face to hell. That's right, and honestly, there like you said, there's no reason to suspect him of anything. Yeah, he's None. never come close to testing positive for anything. I have heard people say, yeah, I don't buy it, but there's never been anything to support it. Right, that I don't buy it is different than then, yeah. Here's the thing, I'm not allowed to say it. You know, yeah, yeah exactly, totally different. Yeah. Uh, the next on the home run hit list, we have two left. Willie Mays, not to be confused with Willie Mays Hayes. It's like Mays runs like Hayes. You got it. Willie Mays, August 7, 1955, New York Giants at the Cincinnati Redlegs. Yeah. The Cincinnati Redlegs. This is when he was with the New York Giants. Uh, this he, this uh, home run came against Joe Nuxhall in the top of the seventh. It was a three-run bomb. 
and it was in the first game of a doubleheader. He hit his first home run May 28th, 1951. He hit this one in five seasons. He hit 100 home runs in his fifth season. Yeah, that's pretty normal. So for those of you who might be confused about the Red Legs thing, so we actually did a thing about this on TikTok, um, about how the Reds during the 50s changed their name back to the Red Legs because they didn't want to be associated with communists. Yep. So, interesting little fact. Took the old name, brought it back for just a few years, and, yeah. then, and then went back to the Reds after that whole thing was over. Kind of crazy. Yeah, the Reds scare. Yeah. All right. We Oh, thank you for lining You're us welcome. up. You're welcome. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Right. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> we have Ken Griffey Jr., June 15th, 1993, in Seattle against the Kansas City Royals versus Billy Brewer. Mm. As a pitcher. Uh, this no, is a, you don't say. <laughs> yeah. In the bottom of the eighth for a solo home run. His very first home run came April 10th, 1989 at his first pitch, first at bat in the kingdom. Bingo, bingo. Bingo, bango, bongo. That is a short list. That took five seasons for the kid to reach 100. Mm. Again. Very cool. Setting this, the pace is between late four and early five seasons. Yeah. To reach 100 if you're a record setter. Well, and, and he would have been had he stayed healthy in Cincinnati. Because, oh, yeah. you know, I don't know. I mean, Hank Aaron played complete seasons for a very long time. He did. Barry Bonds obviously played, played complete seasons for a very long time. If yeah. Griffey had been able to play complete seasons, I think we would have seen him much higher on the list. Agreed. 100% so. agree. So. Um, okay, so I'm going to pick this up now. The This is my favorite detail. I, mm-hmm. I dug this up. The 100th Major League Baseball All-Star Game. Will not occur until 2031. It's crazy. Uh, Isn't that crazy? It is, yeah. Especially since we didn't have one last year. Because I see you have your note on here. Barring any anomalies. Barring any anomalies. Because we had one last year. That's right. No All-Star game. Well, and in 1945, they didn't have an All-Star game either due to the war. Yeah. Now, this is the interesting part. This is the part I was really excited to talk about. Two All-Star games... They had two All-Star games in 1959, 1960, 1961, and 1962. That's really interesting. Yeah. Were they doubleheaders? I don't actually know. Was it just like a weekend event? I don't actually know. All I'm saying, all I know is that they had two All-Star games in four of those years. So doing the math was really hard for me because I'm really bad at math. <laughs> trying to figure it all out. So if any of you are whiz kids out there and you want to correct everything, that's just totally fine. But yeah, no, I thought that was that was really interesting. So barring any anomalies, and that goes on either side, cancellations or doubled or up double. all-star games for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I think, I wondered if maybe these were National League all-star, American League all-star, something like that. I don't, maybe, I don't, I don't know. Or they just had big rosters and they just let them play too. Could be. And you know, at the time, I don't think they had the at the home run derby, Mm-mm. so it it could have been you know just stretch out more events. Because actually, did you, did you know this? Home run derby used to be a show in the winter. What? Yeah, home run derby was a TV show during the the winter months when there was what no they would go down to like Florida or Arizona and they would they would do home run derby. It oh, was a TV man. show. And then why it became, is that not a thing now? It should be. Oh, yeah. It'd be better than having it during the All-Star Weekend. should be a I game think. show. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine if they did that with, like, bring in um, a high schooler or a college player, let them use a metal bat against yeah. a big leaguer using a wood bat? Oh, that'd be pretty cool. I'd watch it. 
Oh yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So that's the the hundredth MLB All Star game will be in twenty thirty one. Very good. Love it. All right. So we like to talk about war on this show. We do. Um, that's but only win, the statistic wins above replacement. Yeah, that kind of war. <laughs> that's the war. Let's be honest. I mean, so. that's a different show. <laughs> we could talk about that. We could. <laughs> but today we're going to talk about wins above replacement and people and players who reached the one hundred mark. Um, there are only twenty. Sorry, thirty-one. Thirty-one total players who reached the one hundred. War. Career all-time. Career all-time. Yep. 100 or better war. 31, zero of them are active. That's correct. Um, they're not all old-timers or dead ball era players. That's true. Because the we're talking Randy Johnson's on that list. Uh-huh. Right? We're talk, uh, Roger Clemens is on that list. Yep. Um, I think Griffey might even be on that list. Is he? No, he, I want to say he's around 80 Oh, okay. So. Well, then I'll tell you the next closest guy, number thirty-two on that list, sits at ninety-nine point seven, and his name is Albert Pujols. Mm-hmm. I think you may have gone up since you looked at it last, ninety-nine point eight. Oh, the Angels have played since then. Yes, at a boy, Albert. Anyway, but oh yeah, because Dexter Fowler messed up his knee. Yeah, that day. Yeah, he did. Oh yeah. Yep. That's so sad. <laughs> man, <laughs> oh, man, we were heartbroken for him. But uh, Greg Maddox is on there, tied, with, right. tw- tied at twenty-six with Lefty Grove. Mike Schmidt with the Mike Phillies. Mike Schmidt, that's right. Mm-hmm. Tom Seaver. Um, we got Ricky Henderson. Your guy, Lou Gehrig. Lou, my main man. Yeah. Um, and we've got the uh, the unicorn of baseball cards, Mr. Honus Wagner. Honus. So, what so, slot does he hold? He is number 10. With what? 150. 130.8. So there's actually a pretty big gap. So there's like a lot of guys. Like there's three in the 130s. One in the 140s, yeah. uh, a couple in the 150s. But so you've got Walter Johnson is number two, 164.8. Wow. But then you go up to the number one guy on the list, Mr. Babe Ruth. Duh, babe. <laughs> one, the Colossus of clout. <laughs> 182.5. Jeez. So he is almost 18 points better than the next guy behind him. Well, that's because he's a Cy Young pitcher right yeah Cy Young caliber Cy Young caliber pitcher caliber totally I mean home run king yeah overall terrible person no I'm just (laughs) just kidding fun loving guy yes that's the word yeah fun loving boisterous Mm -hmm. (laughs) no did it all on beer and hot dogs literally did not mean to besmirch the babe I would never do that who did it worse you or me you (laughs) Yeah. You did. Yeah. I'll give you that one. Let's ask Bill that question. <laughs> there we go. Bill, Bill Bill wants to know. Let us know. <laughs> Bill's got the opinion. <laughs> he does. Well, that's it for us, baseball family. We really appreciate you sticking with us through 100 episodes. For those of you that have been here since the beginning, for those of you that are new, we welcome you to the baseball family, and we are excited to carry you with us through the rest of whatever shenanigans and adventures we get up to. So that, we promise you, We'll will continue. come. Yes, that's <laughs> yes. right. Yeah. And don't forget, as always, to jump on the shop, 9plusus.com, N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S.com. We are, we actually, okay, so this is a pre-recorded episode for those of you who don't know. I'm cool. sitting here physically next to Brig, which is not normal for it's the not. podcast. Yes. I mean, most of you know that. 
Um, but we spent this weekend brainstorming and racking our brains, coming up, coming up with new ways that we can improve the show and better serve the audience because we truly right. appreciate you guys. We, we do. appreciate your support. We're well aware of your support of the show and we truly appreciate it. Uh, so there are going to be some new things coming down the pipe, some new audio, some new video, yep. um, lots of new t-shirt designs. We're very excited about it. Very, very excited about it. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, so hop on the shop. That rhymed like hop on pop. Hop on the shop. Go dog go. <laughs> Fox and socks. But uh, like, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Yes. Send us your comments, concerns, snide remarks, questions, whatever you want through the mailbag on baseballtogether.com. And baseball family, once again, thank you so much for supporting us through 100 episodes, and we will catch you next week. Thank you.